0: Good morning, this is Katie, and it is march twenty ninth on a Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. <clears throat> for some of us, we don't work weekdays, so they don't really it doesn't really matter if it's Monday or not. It's just another day. But for me, I work Monday through Friday, so Mondays suck. <laughs> but anyway, my last episode was just about you know trying to get my crap together and keep it together and growing up and moving on. And the funny thing is this weekend I was on Facebook and I saw my ex-boyfriend's Facebook and I decided to look through it and look at like really, really old posts like around the time him and I broke up because I won't even get too much into it, but let's just say his family was very complicated. There were no father figures for any children, even though there were a few dads, You know, for the five children in total that she had, and I'm not judging that at all. I'm just saying that definitely impacts everybody in the family. But anyway, in my senior year of high school, it was like one of the roughest years I would say of my entire life. Because you know, you're still learning who you are. You know, you you're way past puberty, but you're still your brain is still growing. It's not even fully developed. You have school to finish. You have friends to have. And for me, that year just wasn't so great. You know, when the first two years of high school started, I was doing really good, and I was actually even in lacrosse my freshman year and lettered in lettered varsity. I got an award for JV's Most Improved Player, and it was, like, one of the most greatest feelings to just get that award, and just, it just felt awesome to, you know, work out every day, go to games, and I don't remember winning too much, but I just loved how lacrosse made me feel. But anyway... <clears throat> and when you're in a sport in high school, obviously you have to keep your grades up, or they don't even let you play. So that was definitely a great motivation for me. I'd say my freshman year was my best year of high school. You know, starting out fresh, not getting the the effects of high school's high pressures of partying and doing stupid crap. I was I was good. <clears throat> Sophomore year wasn't as bad, but... I kind of started hating the school I was at. There was just it was overpopulated like crazy. I think there was like 1300 or almost 2000 kids in my senior class. Like it was just a huge school. <clears throat> but anyway, after my sophomore year, I transferred to Thornton High School. And I went there for my last 2 years of school. And that's kind of when I started going downhill. I hung out with kids who would ditch class, smoke pot. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, you know, some of them could keep up with school still, even with doing that. But not me. I kind of got caught up in the wave of being a bad adolescent who was a rebel and want to be anarchist, I guess you could say. I just, I wanted to follow my own rules, you know. I was a younger teenager. It's right in that age group of rebellion and party time. But anyway, my senior year... Um, The friend who actually I had transferred to that school with who inspired me to go to that school because she was in their IB program, which is a very high academic program for kids who are really smart and really good with their books. And she was I think she did that for at least three years. And then she dropped out her senior year, you know, due to social pressure. And. You know, it broke my heart because she had been my friend since, like, the third grade. And it was so cool to go to this school with her, meet all her friends. And then she kind of started falling out of the IB program. She kind of just quit going to school. And then near, <clears throat> excuse me, near the end of her senior year, she just dropped out completely. And it broke my heart to see that somebody would rather go off with these other people to do whatever it is she did, which I know wasn't anything good. And just leave me behind. And I know I'm, I, I was my own person. And you know, I had my own responsibilities. But the fact that you know she was the one who led me to that school. And she was the one who talked me into going to that school with her. Cause, and I, I hated my old school so bad it's not like it was very hard. But anyway, you know I trusted her. And she betrayed me. And I will never forget how I felt that day. I just felt lost. Like how can the only friend that I had at this school left leave me? leave me alone and i had i had really bad social anxiety i also just put off, put this hard front on so people would just leave me alone because i guess i would rather pretend that i'm this mean girl than try to make connections with people because at that point i didn't trust anyone But that exact day that, you know, she told me she was dropping out, and I tried to talk her out of it, and I told her, you know, I need you here with me, you and I can finish this last year together, and then whatever, you can do whatever you want, I just need you for this last year, please, and she just walked away from me. She didn't have any sympathy for my situation at all, even though we had been through so much together. And to this day, I guess that still hurts, because I don't understand why she had to leave. Fear of missing out again, I guess. See what that does to people? But anyway, right after that, you know, I walk away and I'm crying. I wanted to find a place alone. It was lunch hour, I believe, so I still had a little bit of time before I had to go back to class. And I just kind of sat somewhere and cried. And this guy came up to me and asked me, you know, what was going on. And I just thought he was like this sweet guy, really nice. Saw this girl crying and went to ask her what was wrong. I should have known from the beginning that he was just I wouldn't say evil, but pretty dang close, too. Like, ooh, he sees this vulnerable young woman who's crying, who's actually pretty cute, so let's go talk to her. You know, I don't know what his intentions were, but I don't think they were ever good. But I never saw that because I was so lonely, I was so sad. You know, my grades started dropping super bad after she left me. I mean, they weren't that great at that point in time since I was skipping school so much, and smoking so much pot, and just being stupid. But, anyway... I just let him into my life, because I was there, and I was ready for somebody to take care of me, even though I didn't realize who this guy was, or what his background was, and how he was raised, and if this was a good idea or not. I was just, like, so lonely, I just went with it. And I had attempted to hang out with other people... That I had kind of met when I my friend was still there, but it just wasn't the same. I just felt like I felt like I was forcing it, you know, just because I was so lonely. I was like, well, this person can be my friend because I'd rather that than nobody. So it got to a point where I pretty much dedicated all of my time to that guy. And I think for that, he graduated a year before me I can't really remember how that went down, if it was the end of junior year that my friend left, and then my whole senior year sucked, or if it was the end of just senior year. It's really hard to remember, honestly. That was, like, almost ten years ago. But anyway, the whole point is, is that, you know, I didn't have any friends left, and this guy just walked into my life, and I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And we actually ended up going out for about three-some years. Through both of our graduations, we were still dating. He actually moved in with me in my room in my parents' house. And my dad did not like him one bit. My mom... Moms are a little sweeter, you know. I could tell she didn't really... You know, she wasn't too happy about him. But she never really... You know, it's more of a dad's thing to be, like, protective of his daughter. When the mom is just more protective of the daughter's feelings. So, it gets kind of complicated there. But anyway... I pretty much did everything for that guy you know I would skip class to go see him early and you know I would I'd skip those classes and when I got to his house he would just be sleeping in his room all day smoking pot going to sleep waking up smoking pot and I dated this guy for three years thinking that he was the one you know I he was the first guy I had been been with if you catch my drift and I was I just thought I was in love with him in love with his crazy family, even though I did not see how bad they could really be to me until it was too late. He was very, very emotionally abusive to me. And when you're in it, you don't see it. When you're outside the bubble, you're like, why the hell did I do that to myself? Why the hell was I with somebody who was that willing to hurt me so bad? And the whole time we were going out, so he had... A girl who was friends with his younger sister, who had been friends with all of them pretty much for a few years, I would say quite a while, they got a history. But my ex boyfriend definitely had some feelings for her, and I tried not to let that bother me. I tried to think, you know, if I just keep dating him, he'll get over it and he'll love me more. And I would do stupid things like I would just drop whatever I was doing and go help him or give him money for a cell phone card. Or, you know, buy weed and crap for us. And like I said, I would ditch school for him. I would run. I would exhaust myself running to the bus stop to make that... Because I rode the RTD then. And, you know, they only come every 20 minutes. So I always tried to leave my last class like 10 minutes early so I could hit that bus and see him. And I just... I was just so vulnerable. I I still don't understand to this day who that girl was because I am not her anymore. I just did everything for him, I probably would have, I don't know. But like I said, you know, you don't really notice how bad it is until you're out of the relationship. And thank God that I was. Now, the main reason why we broke up was his family ended up moving to Northern Idaho. Excuse me. And I obviously did not go with him, because I live here in Colorado. I was not going to move that far from my family, especially for this family. At one point, I actually almost did move in with him. I actually started packing my bags and everything, and then... You know, I'm just... I'm a very impulsive person. But I'm so glad I never did that, because he was the most awful person I think I've ever met in my life. And I did not see that until it's too late. Sorry, I am rambling. It's just... It's just so crazy to... To trust people and they take that trust and they just use it against you and they manipulate you and they know how to manipulate you and they just do it until they can't anymore. Because I know we would get in fights and I'd tell him, if you do that again, I'm breaking up with you. And he knew I wasn't serious. He knew I, at that point, I didn't want to be alone so bad that I was willing to stay with somebody who was hurting me just because I didn't feel alone at least. At least I was feeling something, I guess. But he was bad to me. Like, he would get... When him and I would fight, you know, he never hit me. I never hit him. But one time we were actually waiting at a bus stop. And I remember we were fighting so bad. I just get anxious. I get that fight or flight mode. And I just kind of like sat on the curb, which was really close to the traffic in front of us. Going at least 45 miles an hour. And I just sat there and he picked me up really quick, kind of violently, just to get me away from the cars. But people saw that called the cops and as we're sitting there a cop pulls up and asks us about it and in that sense I was just trying to defend him I was like he didn't do anything wrong it was me I got mad at him and sat on the curb and he pulled me up to get me away from the traffic so I wasn't more in danger and everything's fine and you know at that point the cop can't do anything if I'm not gonna press charges or tell him that my boyfriend is emotionally abusive to me and I can't do this anymore I wasn't at that point I was, I was not strong enough yet Like, I was Wesley's, I was whipped, you know? And he whipped me with using my emotions against me, and I will never forget that somebody was able to do that to me, and I will never let anybody ever do that to me again, including myself. I was so deep in this dark hole with this guy that I couldn't even see a light to get out. And like I said, for a few years that went on, and... Finally, one night I'm hanging out with one of our, you know, we both are acquainted with this one guy and I was hanging out with him while my boyfriend lived out in Idaho. And he would always call me. I remember he would call me and say, who are you with? Where are you at? When are you going to be home? And for some odd reason, whenever I was with this one guy friend of ours, he just thought that I was messing around on him and that I was, you know, doing stuff with this guy, and that was not true at all. I was not like that. I was not a very sexually active girl, let alone going to just go sleep with one of my boyfriend's friends. Like, I was not attracted to him at all. He was just our mutual acquaintance, and I, you know, kind of felt like I was hanging out with Devin when I hung out with him, so it comforted me. And I remember one night I went out to dinner with them because I'd helped them with... Some housework <clears throat> and they bought me dinner, and I went with him, his brother and his brother's girlfriend. so it was all four of us. It was not just me and this one guy. And I believe I told my boyfriend about that, and that was just a couple months before we broke up. And he tells his entire family and friends that I had sexual relations with our friend. I think he was just jealous. And didn't realize that I had, the, I had the independence at that point to go and hang out with people without him and not caring about what he thought. I think that drove him crazy. And that just shows you how possessive somebody can be over you. They can be a thousand miles away from you and all they can do is call you and they still think they have that hold over you. I still can't believe I was in that relationship and got out. Because there are women out there that I know and I hope you have the strength to find a way to get out because it is hard. You are so stuck. You think you're so in love. You think you can trust this person with all of your heart and they just tear it out right in front of you and stomp it on the ground. And they don't care. They'll do it with a smile on their face. It's the crazy thing. Like, and that's why I'm saying, you know, you got to realize how other people are raised before you want to make this big connection with them to an extent. I mean, I know you don't just greet people with, Hey, how are you? How were you raised? You know, that's weird. I'm just saying how people are brought up is how they're going to live the rest of their lives. You know, if they weren't shown great emotional support while growing up and didn't have a good father figure or a parent parental figure, then they're not really going to know how to treat other people, you know, in a common courtesy way, which courtesy is not common these days anyway. But I just can't believe I was stuck like that so bad. And thank God he was far away from me when I decided to break up with him. And the night that I decided to break up with him was the night that I met my current, I guess you could say husband. We're not married, but we pretty much are. <laughs> so I go to hang out with my twin sister after a Thanksgiving dinner with the family. You know, her boyfriend and her drive me to her place, and we usually we just drink some beers, play games, and have a good time. And I'm sitting in her apartment... And all of a sudden the door opens, and I look over, and I thought it was my sister, but this cute guy walks in, and I was like, "Oh i've hi, I'm Katie. I've never met you, but i'm I'm Courtney's twin sister." And it was just the weirdest thing the second I saw him, there was just something in me that like felt more alive and just like felt more free, like calm and comfortable. And the more we hung out the night, you know, we were all drinking, we were all having fun. I kind of tried flirting with him a few times, seeing if he had a girlfriend, and then I thought, you know, technically I'm still in a relationship, but I almost kind of want to ask this guy out. So I thought to myself, if I can have these, you know, even if they're tiny feelings, if I can have these feelings for another man, I need to drop my ex. He lives a thousand miles away from me, treats me like dirt, has pretty much the whole time we were together. There were a few moments where he was sweet, I will admit, Just like any other abuser out there, they do have a good side. It's just, it's not a good enough side to stay with them. Like I said, there were good memories between us, and I do remember some good times with him, but they definitely were not worth the bad times. And so, I messaged him that night to break up with him, and he like frantically wrote a huge message back to me, breaking up with me, kind of trying to rebuttal, like, no, you're not breaking up with me, I'm dropping your ass, you know, like being stupid that way and i tried calling him he wouldn't answer but he would answer my texts and it's funny too because it was that same exact night we were all hanging out so by this time my sister and her boyfriend were passed out in their bedroom wesley was like sorry i shouldn't say names my boyfriend was on laying on the ground near me and he was sleeping on the floor to let me sleep on the couch because we just met each other we're not going to share the couch and uh He could hear me, you know, because I would go out on the porch to try to call my ex and talk to him, and I was crying, but I think he just didn't want to get in the middle of it. Anyway, finally, you know, by the next morning, I just, I felt like this weight was lifted off my shoulders. I was like, I don't have to deal with this guy anymore. I don't have to feel the way he made me feel anymore. I'm free. And then there's this cute guy on the floor next to me that I think I already, (sighs) really like a lot, even though I just met him tonight. He's just, he's just such a great soul. And to this day, him and I are still together. We live together with our cute little doggy, and we've been together for five years now. We've been living together for at least three, four of those years. And he's just the best thing to ever happen to me. And I'm so grateful to have him and my family. And I'm so grateful to have my ex out of my life, have my family's my ex's family, out of my life. And they're far away from me, and I hoped to never, ever see them again. And if I did, I would just turn my back and walk away. I don't need to talk to them. I have nothing to say to them, and if I did, it would just turn out bad, and I might get an assault charge. Who knows? I'm smarter than that. I'm better than that. And I just want to let you all out there know, struggling, that there will be a day that you you can change things. It's never too late to change. You just gotta want it, you gotta work for it, and you gotta be it. And trust me, I've been there, I understand, and you can do it, you know? Just have faith in yourself, you gotta build that strength up, it's hard, it might take time, but you can do it. Well, I think I'm gonna wrap this up, I gotta go to work here soon, but I just, I think I just had to let that out, because after looking at those old posts and stuff on Facebook, it just brought up some emotions in me, and when I went out the other night... Hung out with my boyfriend and my sister and her boyfriend. I just kinda there were a few situations that I got insecure about because my twin sister has a pretty decent friendship with my boyfriend because they've known each other way before I met him. So I just got kind of weird that night and I tried to just not tell what my boyfriend about it. You know, don't say anything to him, leave him alone. He's been drinking, he'll just get upset and he did not do anything wrong. It's my insecurities that I was dealing with that I need to deal with on my own. And yeah, maybe I need to talk to somebody once in a while about it, that's fine. But yeah. I guess I just wanted to get the gist of that is just being grateful for what you have and remembering how strong you've come out through the bad things that you've had to deal with in your life. And you can keep going. Even if you fall down, just get right back up and keep going. Bad people will come into your life, but you can get them right out. Hopefully. Well, just keep your head up, everybody. Stay strong, and hopefully this year will start to get better and we can just get back to our more normal lives, whatever the hell that's going to be. But happy Monday to you all. Again, this was Katie. And please enjoy my, you know, the ads that I have on here because I will get paid for them. So thank you very much. Have a great day.